wife's as me, far as I be knowin'. Haven't time to slack around in comfort all the year. So when we get a little time before our boat gets going, we head on down to the library, and this is what we hear. Come on and look all around, there's plenty for to see. Make your own self right at home, I love the library. So, can you tell us a little bit about the photos you chose to display at the library? Yeah, so, um, I guess I chose the ones I did because I liked the rugged feel to them. I liked how they um, kind of portray that Alaska just in its raw state. Um, just the working boats and the mountains and the ocean just all wild and free. Yes, and that's a great term to describe your photography as rugged. Um, it's been interesting having different, we have a revolving photo display up there at the library, and um, 
it's interesting to see how each photographer is very different, even though they're doing the same kind of subject matter in a way. Yeah, everybody's style. Yeah, you definitely have your own style, and it would it's definitely rugged. Um, so how long have you been taking pictures? Um, around three years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so I was actually working on a boat, and um, somebody ended up bringing a camera out, and we just kind of experimented with it together, and we ended up loving it. So um, then I got my own camera gear, and yeah, so about three years. So what is your what is your favorite thing? Like, what do you like to capture the most? Oh, well, I guess that would be, have to be landscapes and wildlife because um, with people, you're always directing and you can get a little complicated sometimes because it's, you're working with people. And I really like that, but I like the, you just, it's more like when you're out in the wild, you get to capture what's around you and you get to see it, but then you get to capture all the feelings and I don't know, it's just, I really love wildlife and mountain shots and yeah and you have you have a photo out there in that collection that almost it looks tropical to me you know what photo I'm talking about the fly rod it's laying down in it's laying down in some bush I found and I don't even remember what it's called yeah I was trying to think of the name of the bush too because it's just common something that you see everywhere yeah but that beautiful red reel in the middle of that green and it looks tropical but it's not it's like up the creek somewhere yeah Yeah. (laughs) colors are a big part of photography for me it's just the contrasting colors really make everything work yeah you have another beautiful shot of the of the grass and then up at the sky so it's the green grass and the blue sky Um, yep so is there any pictures that you've taken that were really hard or like you had to stretch to, to capture or to get them? Um, well, the ones up there, not so much. That was um, wildlife is a little easier for me um, when it comes to portraits and working with people. Then that takes a little bit more, um, you know, getting the right angles and lighting on the face and everything. But as far as um, wildlife and landscapes, I just getting. Um, I like to think of photography, wildlife, and landscape photography as Celtic knots. I don't like there to be like a certain start or end. The photo should kind of just like flow and. Okay. So um, I have to get the right angles, and sometimes that might take a minute or two. But it's not. It's not really complicated. Yeah. The yeah. Angles are what brings everything together, though. So do you work I, on, in one of the photos, another photo that I really love in that collection is um, a boat. Is it, do you work on that boat? I actually don't work on that boat. Um, it's kind of, <laughs> uh, no, so the answer would be no, but we were staying next to that boat for a few days, um, camping out, and it's my friend's boat, and so we just grabbed a couple pictures, um, and I actually, there's still some of my favorites to this day. Yeah, the boat is so picturesque. It is. It's it a is. gorgeous picture. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't worked on the boat, but it's I really. So you say that wildlife is 
easier for you than than the others. What it, why is that? Just because you don't it's something that you capture and not something that you have to direct? Well, um people is it's not people is not hard for me. It's just kind of when you're out, like for instance you get to take pictures of bear, you get to work around the bear. And with people it seems um, it's, like it's a totally different concept, I guess. It's just when you're you're capturing what they're doing, when the bear is eating, when it's trying to catch fish, whatever it's doing, you get to work around that and capture it in like its setting. It's I guess it's the same with people in some ways, but um, I don't know. It's kind of just the element in its own little world. For people, sometimes you have to kind of set up the element um, to capture it um, how it's supposed to be. Because it's, it's different capturing a picture and capturing the feelings in the picture, I guess. Oh, okay. So, so is there a picture that you're working on capturing or that you have as a goal? There's not necessarily a picture in general, just like a specific picture. But something that I've been wanting to um, do for a while is just get more of a working part of like the working boat part of Alaska, like Petersburg, Alaska, because I have a lot of different styles and I have a few shots um, of boats, but I haven't really got any like singers while they're singing or trollers and they're trolling. Like I, I want some good pictures of that and I'm hoping to do that in the next couple of summers. I want to put a, a book together actually of just photos of all the, the boats and working people and Oh, that that would life. be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Something to sell to the tourists <laughs> to put yeah. at the museum. I guess yeah. so, or a coffee table, like a coffee table book or something. Like yeah, you would do well at that. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining me today. Um, and people can come to the library and see your photos, and they can also check them out on Instagram. Yep. You want to give that address? Yes, it's just Jordan Rose Lucas, um, all lowercase. Just straight Jordan Rose Lucas, and I should pop up there. So, Okay, on Instagram, so if you want to check it out. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you. So the library recently added a collection of discovery kits that people can check out. These are toys and tools and coming up, I've spoke with several children who have checked out different discovery kits and talking about their experience with them. And adults are also welcome to check these kits out. There's some pretty cool ones. And we also now have games um, for checkout. So come to the library and see what we have. And you can also check out everything that's available at psglib.org. Kari Peterson, and today I'm talking with Connor Cummins about the library's new discovery kits that he's checked out so far. So, Connor, what kits have you checked out so far? The Rube Goldberg, the Squishy Circuits, the Strom Astronomy, uh, I, astronomy <laughs> kit, astronomy kit, and. Coding a robot mouse kit. Okay. So you've checked out four of them. 
and yeah. you have you have the astronomy kit now, so you're yeah. haven't used that one yet, but you're getting yeah. ready to. Yeah. So that one, I will say that one's we call that astronomy one, and we have an astronomy two kit. Oh. So astronomy one is the binoculars, and it's finding all of the the things in the night sky with the binoculars. And then when you get good at doing that, then you can move on to the telescope, which oh. is astronomy too. Okay. And they come with all the books and the materials. They even come with a flashlight that's red, so you can use Ooh. it in the dark. We'll start with the robot mouse. So this is a, it's a toy. It's called Code and Go Robot Mouse, and it teaches beginning coding skills. So yeah, I, what did you like about that game? I, I liked it how, how it was actually kind of challenging. It was, it was like sometimes, uh, sometimes you, you, get, you have to like uh, move the mouse, uh, but if you're getting really used to it, you can just do it without moving the mouse like that and then do, yeah, yeah. doing that. And then we can. So you have to program the mouse. Yeah to follow a, a certain path and there's challenge cards in it. Yeah. I I don't I didn't actually know about the challenge cards in, in it, but I I did know about those cards that I have all all the little mazes you can do. Yeah, those are the challenge cards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so you said that the rube Goldberg was your favorite and now yeah. that is called the force in motion and that one comes with several books about Rube Goldberg Okay, and um, Did you like the books? Oh, yeah, yeah, I I I more appreciated the 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 thing but I I really was kind of interested in, in the that one book that was about his life I think there was one about his life we checked that one out oh, like two months ago. Yeah, and so so the Force in Motion kit, this Rube Goldberg one, is um, it's a domino set. Yeah. And then it has like catapults yeah. and pulleys and yeah. ramps. It's all about yeah. simple machines. Yeah, simple machines, and then then you uh, like try to make them together to do a simple task. And I I've my. My mom looks, uh, goes on Facebook, and every once in a while we'll see a Rube Goldberg machine, and and uh, and it actually amazes me how how easily uh, it, you can actually just make a Rube Goldberg without a, a set. Yeah, because in that in that set there's a book about how to do these machines just with household items, so that you can do it without the set too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you said this was your favorite. Yes. It. it, it what was, did you enjoy about it? It was. It was a really. It was a really fun kit because I because just like the robot mouse, it it was it was actually kind of a little challenging, it, to make it completely work. So there was like this little thing that wait and then, and you know. Yeah. It's precision. Precision, yes, and I saw your mom sent me a video of you using this, yeah. and what impressed me on the video is you you had this whole thing set up. You had a whole 
it took up like the whole table. Yeah. And then it didn't work quite right. And so you had to go back and adjust it. Yeah. Yeah, so you had to problem solve, didn't you? Yeah. Like the, there was this one uh, with the with the smile. I was I was trying to make a make it make it look like he was smiling. I did a thing like that and then then I, I pushed one over and it didn't completely do the whole thing, but it did do most of the circle. Yeah. And, and then, and sometimes the marbles would go off in the wrong direction. Yeah, and some, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the the dominoes would just go like whoop instead of like that way, and they just go scatter around. Yeah. So the squishy circuits. Now, squishy circuits are all about electricity. Yes. And it's. It's a Play-Doh. Yeah, it's like a Play-Doh that you can, uh, that that is in the kit that it actually conducts electricity. It's kind of like a clay that conducts electricity. And then there's the white dough that doesn't. It uh, like shields it from. Yes, and what do you remember what that's called? Mm, the squishy. Uh, um. The white dough is called the insulator dough. Oh yeah. And also the the I like how that there's like a recipe to do it at home instead of having to having to use the kit and and I also like all those cards that have have all the different kinds of animals you can make and planes and stuff and there's I I I only did one animal and then I just stopped. I like it's. Did you create your own stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I did one card, and then then I didn't I didn't actually use the electricity on on this one, but I made a, a duck that looks like looked like he was sleeping, and it was super cute. <laughs> and but you didn't put electricity into no, that one. No. You did something with eyes, didn't you? That light up. Yeah, like the the little duck's eyes light up. Uh, that was the one that was in the book. Okay. And it uh, all all I really liked about that is that uh, is that it it, would, it had sound and also so it was like lights and sound. But I didn't do the sound one though. But you figured the sound one out, didn't you? Because yeah, there's a I, trick to the sound yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, be before we uh, put all away again, I tried uh, connecting the circuits uh, uh, to the sound, not in, like in a Play-Doh or anything, but I, it just beep, and you know, di different pitches, yeah. the two ones that had different pitches. Yeah. So, my last question for Connor was, are there any kits that you would like to see us get at the library that you would like me to create? Oh yeah, they're, they're like, I'm, I'm thinking, my friend Emmett, Emmett Floor, mm -hmm. what, I think he would really like an engine set. And, and I, I personally would like to get a set to see how leaves would uh, generate energy 
for the whole plant. Oh, I actually have a set for that. Did oh, you know did. that? No, no. I do. It's it's the um, the plant set up there. It's all about photosynthesis, and it comes with a 4D model of a plant cell so that oh. you can understand how photosynthesis works. And it has a really beautiful book that has all kinds of experiments you can do with plants, too. Oh. So I'll show you where that one is. But I was very excited to hear that you think somebody would enjoy the engine one. Because yes. I've wanted to put together an engine one. So maybe we'll have to do that one next. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you know when I get it done. Okay, and also I, I, I noticed that there's a, a computer kind of like, like marble kind of computer thing. Oh yeah, I, the Turing tumble. Yeah. You've used that yeah. before, haven't you? No. I haven't gotten that particular set, but I got that one uh, for for Christmas mm -hmm. uh, this Christmas, and I was and I was like, "Whoa, they they actually have that." So the Turing tumble. Let's explain to listeners what the Turing tumble is. It is a mechanical computer. Yeah, it's like a it's kind of like a marble computer. Yes. So and then there it comes with a book that's a manga comic book, and you can. And it has all these logic problems yeah. for you to solve using this Turing tumble. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me today, Connor. I sure appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs>If you are just joining us, this is Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and right now we're talking with children about the library's discovery kits and what their experience has been. Up next, we have Evan and Katie Thomas. In this clip, Evan and Katie tell us about all the kits that they've checked out so far. The discovery kits we checked out are Kobe's Mouse, the Gravity Maze, Sticklets, and Toying Tumble. Next, Katie tells us what her favorite discovery kit was. Favorite kit was Kobe the Coding Mouse because he got to make it move. And here is big sister Evan telling us what she liked. I don't have a favorite kit. They're all my favorites. I like the sticklets because we can build a fort. And I like Colby the mouse because it was finding its way through a maze to find cheese. I also like the touring tumble because the marbles kept going down and down and down. And each one pressed a different lever. And uh, I also like the gravity maze, because if it goes the wrong way, we find out. Here, Katie and Evan make suggestions of what discovery kits they would like to see the library come out with next. I hope the library can make a kit that teaches us more about dinosaurs. I'd love a discovery kit that would teach me more about the savannah. Thank you to Evan and Katie for sharing their thoughts with us. And thank you to Heather Canick-Thomas for capturing that fabulous audio for us.
Do you want to introduce yourself? What's your name? Beatrice. Beatrice. Okay. Juliana. Juliana. And I'm Nancy. Nancy. Grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Okay. So we were going to talk about, we have the new Discovery Kits at the library, and, and some of them are, we have a bunch of ukuleles that you can check out. And so you have checked out the ukuleles. Do you want to tell me, have you been enjoying them? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. What do you like most about the ukuleles? That they play music. That they play music. <laughs> How about you, Julia? I like that. Um, I can play different songs on them and all the chords. Yeah. And it's fun to hold. Yeah. Did you, and Nancy, how was the video instruction? Yes. Cynthia Lynn did a, does a wonderful job um, for absolute beginners. We all enjoyed watching her. She goes slow. She's very, very helpful. She just she takes you from absolute no knowing anything to being able to be playing a song. I mean, it's it's really fun, uh, instant gratification almost, you know, with a musical oh, nice. instrument. So, well, a little perseverance. Yes. You have to hang in there. You have to work at it. Mm -hmm. I loved her personally. I loved her music selection. <laughs> Definitely. The girls know their song. Uh, what that was that one song that you really liked, the second one that we learned? Um, the little boat one? or I don't remember. Okay. okay. Anyway. Well, do you want to play a little something for us? Sure. You girls want to play the first one, the, the three little birds? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is this? Oh. This is... Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Who's going to start us? You. Okay. One, two. same time is a really hard skill. It sure is. Yeah. And you guys did amazing, especially for your first time. Do you sing while you play the piano? Yes, yes. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And 
they came with tuners. The ukuleles come with the tuners, and I've watched Juliana um, use her voice to find on the with the tuner. It's been fun seeing her do that. Oh, finding. nice! Find their correct note. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. what fun! So you guys, you have longer to to experiment with these. So you're gonna you're gonna go learn some more. Thank you to Julianne, Beatrix, and Nancy for sharing what they learned using the Discovery Kits ukuleles. We have five ukuleles available for checkout at the library. This has been Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. Thank you for joining us.